love, love, lust, lust, and that soul. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, AJ. What's going on, Lusties? It's the Red Bearded Assassin himself, the King, the Lord, CEO Hayes, the the Devil Dick, and Enchanted Tongue One. I'm just going through all my fucking nicknames. Um, but this is the first episode in which I am by myself because I fired AJ. She's no longer with Love Lust and Pass. Lish, you can't fire. <laughs> <laughs> the main event is in the building the sexy voice herself what's going on aj medea 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 you know you tried to like pop style on me on twitter and tried to get people on your side nobody was having it because i know that you can't be you know you can't do the thing without me oh how how would that work exactly how would that the, work first of all, all i'm haze i make everything work i make everything you work you know what Everything except LLBAS without AJ. It just wouldn't be the same. I don't care who you tried to fit in. I don't care if you had another Jamaican Oman. I don't care. It doesn't even know. No, it's no just... at that point, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hire the first white chick that I find and we're just gonna talk and I'm gonna ask her to explain why the fuck her pussy looks like uncooked chicken. That's ratings right okay. there. Moving right <laughs> along. Yeah, we're leaving those kind of things in 2018. We're in a new year. We're in a new year. We're not okay. We're not and there's still white people with uncooked chicken pussy. So that's every year. That's never going away. But we can move on though. Just just because you asked for it, we can go ahead and move right the fuck along. AJ, how's your week been? You see how you like to drop things on me and then try to rush past it? You? <laughs> All right. How is, how has my week been? Um, yes. my week has been pretty good. I'm I'm gearing up to leave again. <laughs> I'm going away um for just a week. Uh, heading down to the sunny shores of Florida and some warmth and some sunshine. And outside of that, um, everything has been pretty pretty good. What about have you? you? How have you been? sucked How? any dick this week? Um, no. You know what? I haven't given some good head in a long time. You like, should I, not have said that. I just stop. No. Please, because your DMs are about to be on fire. Just please stop. Please stop, AJ. I'm going to say it because <laughs> we all know. I'm not shy about it. I enjoy sucking some dick. Like, I enjoy the pleasure and control of it. I enjoy the feel of it on my tongue. I enjoy, like, the salty stuff that secretes from Like, I enjoy giving head. I enjoy sucking some dick. Well, and God really, damn. It's been at least January. It's been at least three months since I've given head to anybody. What? What? There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that. Okay. So actually, in thinking about it, it's only been a month because I gave some head in December. And then prior to that was in October. So literally in the last, let's say from July, August, September, October, November, in the last five months, I've, I've given head twice. Like I'm disappointed in myself. Wow. So you so haven't given head at all in 2019 is what is what we're getting. That's crazy. <laughs> Of all the things that people complain about, I'm complaining about not being able to suck it. So, <laughs> hey, there you go. Some people complain about not getting laid. You're complaining about not sucking dick. So, hey, it, it, you know what? It could be worse. Let's just say that it could be worse. It's, but for me, it's like the person that I'm, you know, that I, I get my needs taken care of. It really is just basic needs getting taken care of. Like I'm just not into anything additional with him. Like I'm not into kissing him. To like the whole love up and all of that kind of stuff, and he's not even worth me. Um, but that that's that's why. But that that transitions right into our, one of our questions. So someone wrote, wrote in, um, well, a discussion topic, um, about a woman, a woman who has just come had an orgasm, 
from giving her man head. However, she has not touched. He has not touched her in any way, shape or form. So, I mean, essentially by sucking dick, she had an orgasm. AJ, has this ever happened to you before? Because as the most prolific dick sucker on Love, Lust and Badass, so um, the only one, uh, I, I would imagine that this has happened to you before. You know what? I, it absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and this is my thing. Like, I, I, I've never been that woman that sucks dick um, just to get his dick hard or just to get the situation going. Or, you know, if he says, like, babe, come suck my dick. Like, it's never been like, oh, my God. You know, it's never I've, I've never been that person. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed um, giving head and I've always derived pleasure from it. And eight out of 10 times I will have an orgasm by it. Like there, and I'm, I want you like, I, Oh my God. I don't know if I ever told you the story about the time where I, I made my boyfriend read poetry to me while I was giving him head. And every time he stopped, I stopped sucking his dick. You're a fucking sadist. You know that, right? You know what? I absolutely am. And I enjoyed it. Or it's like, you know, if I tell you don't touch me and you touch me, I'm going to put you on timeout and stop sucking your dick for like 30 seconds and have you totally freaked out and have you totally begging me. And then I'll say, you know what? Okay. But if you touch me again, I'm going to stop. And I say it in the smoothest, silkiest, calmest voice possible. By that point, I know I have you like fucking wrapped around my finger and there's nothing that you could. I had a man tell me one time he swore blind up and down. He was never going to. And CJ wasn't a question. I asked him, I'm not going to give your dick to anybody. My dick. You hear that? I'm not going to give your dick away. I, I swear to you. And this is just from me. You've told dick. me, yeah, you've told the story before and just please don't suck anyone else. Don't, don't suck anyone else's dick or something like that. He told you. Yeah. And this wasn't my man. This was like the people's them man, but we had a thing, you know, and it was one of those, it was like, we had great sex, great chemistry and all that sort of stuff. And he swore up and down about, you know, eating my pussy and all them kind of shit. But you see when I told him to lay down on the bed and I crawled up between that man's legs and I put my face in between his legs and did the humming vibration thing on his balls while I was stroking his dick before I even sucked his dick. Yo, he couldn't chat to me after that. I had to sit back in the chair and look at him and laugh. Well, damn. Um, there you go. Um, well, let, let's, let's, let's just move right along. Getting a little excited. I'm getting hot over here. Um, God damn, AJ. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, but then for you have you ever had a woman come from just giving you head no i don't think so uh, no i don't think so. i don't believe so unless you just didn't tell me like i've had women get extremely wet and turned on and everything but as far as like having an orgasm just from giving head nah not that i can not not that i've been made aware of so no it's ha- it hasn't happened but it, it, it's probably coming that's all i can say <laughs> okay it's time to move right along um so this next discussion topic, this is a lengthy one. So guess what, AJ? Take it away with that sexy ass voice because I'm not doing it. Dear AJ and CJ, so I have a bit of a dilemma and would really appreciate your feedback. My sister's brother has been flirting with me a lot more than usual in the past month. The Christmas holidays is definitely more noticeable as I passed him a few times and he pressed his body against me. On New Year's Eve, when everybody was hugging and wishing everyone else well, he kissed me full on the mouth for a lot longer than what would be for a typical brother and sister-in-law. I guess she meant brother-in-law was flirting with her. Okay. Um, I don't return his advances in any way, but I will admit that I'm I'm starting to become sexually aroused and curious about him. My sister thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they've been married for going on four years now. She and I have a very close relationship, which I would never want to ruin but I'm not really sure how to handle this situation. Do I tell her what's been happening and how I feel, or do I just address it with him and let him know that it's inappropriate and we need to stop? What do you think? (laughs) What the fuck? Why is this even a question? Like, why do people ask this dumb shit? And then like, why do you even feel comfortable asking this? Should it stop? Really? This is the fucking question you're asking your sister's husband, her brother-in-law is coming on to her. They're flirting and she's getting interested in shut I can't, AJ. I really can't deal with fuckery to this level and this high degree. Like, I was all fine in you telling the story. I'm all fine if you want us to discuss it. But when you ask a dumbass question like, should it stop? That triggers me. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. No, don't apologize and don't be sorry. It's just weird to hear, you know, the oxymoron of, you know, I love my sister. We have a very close relationship, which I don't want to ruin. But how should I handle this situation? Or... I'm I'm starting to become aroused by this situation or starting to become aroused by him. Like there people need to understand that there are relationships that are just off limits. No question mark, exclamation mark, full stop, 
they are just off fucking limits. Your any of your siblings, spouses, uh, you know, a step parent, an aunt, an uncle, your best friend's man. There are relationships that are just off limits. And if it's a case where you don't feel comfortable going to your sister to let her know, then you need to say to him, this can't go on, Bridget. We're not do it. This cannot happen. This kind of situation cannot go on. You know, you love my sister. I love my sister. You are my brother-in-law, period. There is nothing that could ever materialize between you and I done, you know, and you take yourself out of those situations. Like guy, if the man is pressing against you when he's walking in the hall, you have two hands. Do you want to tell me why you're not putting your hands up as a buffer between the two of you? Or when you feel like he's going to hug you a little bit longer, why you aren't breaking the embrace or you see that he's coming towards you to kiss you on your mouth. Why you're not turning your fucking face sideways so he can kiss you on your cheek. Like, why are you accepting any of his advances in any way and talking out of two sides of your mouth to say, I love my sister and I don't want to ruin that relationship. Yet you're getting it. You're allowing yourself to be enticed by your brother-in-law's advances. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Just don't be dumb. Mm, mm, mm. This is just, this. Oh God. Yeah. Don't be dumb. Let's just move on. Let's, let's not be dumb ourselves and keep this going, going along for too long. The next question is what I'm really excited to talk about. Really, this is the one that stuck out to me on this list um, because this just gives me a chance to just act a goddamn fool. What are some of the rules of engagement for having a fuck buddy? AJ, what say you? See, okay, I know, and I know you and I see I, you and I see eye to eye, see differently a little bit on this. We don't necessarily see. Okay, for me, if you're my fuck buddy. I don't want to hang out with you. I'm not trying to go to the movies with you. I'm not trying to like do semi-boyfriend, girlfriend, semi-friend with you. Like if we're fucking, we're just fucking. You know what I mean? I'll chill with you after we're done, like in the same environment. I'm not just going to like put on my brazier and my panty and galam. I will stay chill with you for a while, you know, chit chat, watch a movie, whatever, like just, just quick. But I don't want to be like, you know, um... I don't want to be nobody's backup plan. I don't want it to be like, you know, hey, do you want to go to a movie or hey, do you want to go to dinner? So for me, those things are a no. Um, I feel like we should have um, not necessarily scripted dates and times when we get together, but there should be like a a schedule that's not inconvenient for either of us. Um, And that's pretty much it. You can't ask me if I, you know, where I am, what I'm doing. Like you can't, you can't have boyfriend privileges of any kind if we're just fuck with that's my that's my basic rule and i think it's important to realize there's a difference between a friend with benefits and a fuck buddy a friend with benefits is just that a friend that you guys happen to also sleep together but usually that friendship existed before a fuck buddy is someone that i just call when i need to bust a nut you need to bust a nut we do our thing. We go our fucking separate ways. If you happen to like stay over and watch a movie afterwards, that's fine. I'm not going to treat you humane. I'm not just going to kick you out. Most times I probably will. But you know what? I like watching Netflix with someone from time to time. But if we're uh, if we're friends with benefits, then there's an actual friendship there. And then that's the way. And I know you said we, we feel differently. I just think I see it. I see a, a difference between the two. If we're friends with benefits, it means we have a friendship. We can hang out. We can go out for coffee. We can go to a movie. Hey, if we feel like sucking each other off afterwards and i eat, you suck me off i eat your pussy and whatever and we fuck like that's that's different like we can do that if if you're mature enough to handle that some people aren't even mature enough to handle fuck buddies but if we're just fuck buddies that literally means we fuck you go home you go about your business that's it call me again i'll call you again when i when, when i when i'm a little backed up that's it absolutely absolutely and, so. and you're right there there is a, a distinction between being fuck buddies and, and being friends with benefits because the thing is like you and i can be friends and we could have like that you know we're both backed up we fuck but we have like a relationship outside of that but then if you start seeing somebody i'm not going to feel no type of way you know what exactly. i mean or if you're going on a date with a next an, another woman i'm not going to feel no type of way because that's not the nature of our relationship outside of anything else and people need to also i think the key thing too is like realize establish what you are and then don't fucking try to change it. Like so many people go into like fuck buddies, friend benefits, secretly thinking, oh, well, you know, we'll eventually get together. No, if we sit there and we as mature adults say, hey, we're going to fuck or hey, you know, we're friends. We're both single. Let's fuck. But we're, we're I don't want it to mess up our friendship. Uh, uh, realize that those guidelines have been established and don't break those like you're doing yourself more damage. If you think in the back of your head, hey, 
maybe we can get together or, hey, I secretly hope we can really work on something. And you're also deceiving the person that's supposed to be your friend or your fuck buddy. You're the one who's being deceitful. They're not. They've told you, hey, I just want to fuck. If you have something else going on in the back of your head, you're the one who's being deceitful. And I think people get in their feelings about that and will try to paint the other person as the victim. And I hate when people say, oh, how do you think you can fuck me so good and me not catch feelings? Motherfucker, grow the fuck up. I will fuck you until you're until your pussy fucking squirts from here to fucking Nebraska. But guess what? If, if I, that doesn't mean catch feelings, stop fucking like people are so fucking dumb with shit like that. Me fucking the hell out of you has nothing to do with feelings. Separate the two, damn it. Separate the fucking two. That's what we need to do in 2019. People wake the fuck up. Sex does not mean feelings. Now, if you're someone who can't has you can't have sex without feelings being involved, then you need to maneuver differently. You can't expect other people to move maneuver around you if they don't attach feelings with sex. You need to maneuver differently. Then you don't need to get into a sexual relation with anyone unless it's clear guidelines set that you guys have feelings for each other but stop getting into these situations and you can't uh, you can't separate sex from feelings and then guess what you're sitting there butt hurt when the person that you've just been fucking gets into a relationship with someone they actually like because guess what you were just sex sorry i I, I knew i was gonna go the fuck off i knew i was gonna go the fuck why said amen what dog you needed that 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 was clear here that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move into the next one. You got anything left here before we move on? No, I'm actually going to read the next one because I feel like I have to decipher it because it doesn't read in English. Yeah, well, yeah. Because they they were definitely this this person definitely does not have. Never mind. Let me stop. Let me stop. Go they just they speak English in a different way than we do. Um, so in, I, in a I'm, way I, that I no one that, does. But yeah. I'm Love. No, I think this person has a, a another language as their main language, and English is their second language. Um, so the sentences don't read in the same structural way that we speak. Okay. <laughs> so there's a meme that is circulating of a woman with very dark stretch marks running in a vertical pattern on her abdomen. And um, from reading this, I'm not entirely sure if she's if she's still pregnant or uh, the picture is after her pregnancy. Either way, her abdomen is swollen. She has these very like dark and she's fair. She's fair complected. Um, She's like a light brown color. But the, the, the stretch marks are dark, like they're a dark, dark, dark chocolate color. And like I said, they run up and down along her stomach. So this man wrote in about his wife and he says, I cheated on my wife last week. Listen up and I beg you to share. Um, my wife, oh my gosh. So basically, okay, I'm going to just give you the gist of it because it's, it's kind of too, too crazy to read. So his wife has stretch marks and she has pimples, um, on her stomach and on her legs and on her thighs. And I'm assuming also on her, oh, and he says on her buttocks. Um, and he says that basically he's disgusted by this. He's tried to drink ginger tea before he's had sex with her, but his dick won't get hard. You know, he's tried different methods of coping with her stretch marks. Um, she uses so many different creams, but nothing helps. And she, he's asked her to cover up sex, which she doesn't want to do. He hates the stretch marks, and he says that he feels that this forced him to cheat on his wife. They have a beautiful baby, and he loves her for the baby, but he's basically disgusted by her body now that she's given birth, and she has all these stretch marks all over her stomach, her thighs, and her ass. And he doesn't know what to do because he doesn't feel like he can close his eyes any longer to try to have sex with her. CJ? Okay. This is where... And everyone who listens to this podcast knows I have no problem giving it to my own gender. Like as far as like telling them when they're full of shit, this woman sat there and gave birth to your child. And I get it. Stretch marks and these stretch marks are some of the worst that I've seen. But at the same time, like this is your wife, whatever. No one can force you to cheat. A. And secondly, if my woman gave birth to our child and then had stretch marks. Listen, tigers are my favorite animals anyway. I'm looking the motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's it's to say that the woman gave birth to your child and now you're so disgusted with her body that she's forced you to cheat. And the way in which this is written is just so fucking disgusting to me. Sir, you are the fucking scum of the earth, honestly, because that's just... It's it's and there's other things you can do to be more proactive. There's creams, there's surgeries that you guys can look into. Be proactive. Make her feel like you're a part of wanting um, to just help her feel better about herself more than you just being worried about how it affects you. Motherfuckers are selfish, and I it's 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 sad. This is saddening to read, quite honestly. Yeah, I um, it just 
read, first of all, trying to read through and, and try to decipher what he said was one thing. But to say that, you know, you're no longer attracted to her. It's like when I hear men who, um, you know, they say that, oh, you know, my wife gave 40, gained 40 pounds or gained 70 pounds or gained 100 pounds, you know, during her pregnancy. And I just figured her body would go back to the way it was after I'm not attracted to her anymore. Like you deserve to get your ass kicked by every man that's in your family and her family. And if y'all don't have male members in your family, you deserve to get your ass kicked by the male members of your community because that's just the, the most shallowest and selfish thing I've ever heard anybody say. You're no longer attracted to her and you no longer find her sexy because she has stretch marks from a baby that you put inside of her, from a child that she carried for you. How fucking dare you? How dare you? You know, your, your dick should be limp for the rest of your fucking life, not because you're not attracted to your wife, but because you don't even deserve to get an erection again in your life because you're just so disgusting. Like, how do you look at a woman like that and shame her and make her feel bad about herself because of fucking stretch marks? Are you dumb? Like, are you dumb? Well, clearly you are, but are you dumb? <laughs> I can't. Oh, Lord. CJ, one piece of blood clap beaten with stick the man would get. Trust me. People and are stupid. The thing is, like, they are. And I'm looking at comments and like all these dudes are like, you know what? It, it, they're just stretch marks. This woman carried a child for you. You know, how are you not trying to help her feel more beautiful and more sexy? Like if it's a case where the stretch, stretch marks are like visually distracting for you, you know what I mean? Buy her something sexy to put on if that's the concern, you know? Like just, just, oh God. <sighs> The level of stupidity, the level of selfishness is just, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. People are just selfish and disgusting. And, you know, I mean, it, it sucks. And I feel bad for anyone who gets stuck with someone who's just as selfish as this. But, you know, it does happen. And unfortunately, you know, it's just a reality of life. And, yeah, you know, people, people just fucking, people really suck. That's all I can say. People just really suck. And not the good kind of sucking either. They oh, no. suck. No, not that AJ sucking, not that sucking we all we all deserve. It's the bad sucking. But um, speaking on, so from 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 blowjobs to to ghost uh baby daddies. So this this woman posted online that she was told her youngest son's father passed away in September. However, as of January tenth, two thousand nineteen, she saw him just post. <laughs> on snapchat aj i know this is just a funny one to throw in there but what would you do if someone told if someone told you your baby's father your children's father was dead and then a few months later you see him post on facebook or any type of social media i'm calling my four best friends we're all gonna dress in black i'm putting a stocking on my head jump in the whip and go find his ass and beat him beat him senseless and again how fucking dare you how dare you? Me and you have a you together. And because you don't want to pay child support, because you don't want to have no kind of interaction in your youth life, you're going to fake your death? Who the fuck does that? Like, what planet, CJ, what planet does that happen on? Because it, it couldn't be here on Earth. Like, big and serious, it couldn't be here. Who does that? Who does that? You faked a whole fucking death. Not like you left the country, Regin. You, you faked a death. Which means people were mourning you. People had ball over your casket. People had dash, um, dirt on your grave. Like, like, oh my God. I can't. <laughs> you know, I really need to smoke and have a drink after this, like, after this episode. Because that's... I, I've never heard of anything like that in my life. Never. <laughs> that's like something you, you you would see in like a movie or something. But yeah, that's just that's just it's just funny. I mean, in, in, I mean, further in the thread, I think she mentions that his mother is the one that reached out. So like his 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 family apparently knew and they helped with this cover up of his death. And it's just like there's that's just a fucked up. Maybe she's better off not having them in her child's life. Then that family's fucking true trifling I, and sorry not to be disrespectful to anybody's mother but his mom's a bitch because <laughs> that, means the whole family, that means the whole family disowned her child you're no right. no you're no right. it's no, just the way no, you said no. that his mom's a bitch yeah but yeah i mean you're right every auntie every sister every cousin every brother him they're all motherfucking bitches. And the fact that his mother supported this lie and called the girl for tell the girl say her, her son's father died. No, she's a super bitch. She gets, she gets bitch of the year. 
Like for real. That means like you put your son above everybody. You put your son above your grandchild. You know what I mean? Like fuck whatever relationship people's have people have. And I know that sometimes, you know, baby mothers are a nightmare, baby fathers are a nightmare. Maybe this gal is not a good gal or you know, maybe she has issues or whatever, or maybe she's just a terror. The fact still remains there is a small child that is out there that is being deprived of their father for some fuckery reasons. Because you can't give me a good reason why you would fake a child's father's death. You, you, you can't give me a good reason. None. None whatsoever. If the fact is that you don't want to be in that child's life, walk away like a fucking man. Fake a death? Who does that? Who? CJ, beg you again, please. On what planet? Beg you tell me, please. What planet does that happen on? Because it couldn't be here. It couldn't. It, it, it must be an alternate universe because it couldn't be here. People cannot be that stupid. God no. Hey. I mean... <laughs> Apparently there are people here that's stupid. I just I don't know what to say. Like it's just it's it's a sad situation. Those people are disgusting. Um, and like AJ said, his mother's a bitch. Your mom's a bitch. Maybe that's the title of this episode. We'll see what uh, what other phrases come along over the course of this episode. Because I'm sure we got some more gems to drop. Are you ready to get into the next listener question, AJ? Absolutely. That one just grieved my spirit. <laughs> Well, first, before we get into that one, let's go ahead and take a break uh, to cut to our sponsor, She Orgasms, and we will be right back after this. Do you find yourself having so much going on that it's hard to focus during sex? I know I had that issue, but after taking She Orgasms, I was able to easily get in the mood and remain focused on my partner. He can now feel that I am so ready for him when he touches me. My hunger for my partner is increased and I feel so powerful. Speaking of powerful, my orgasms are stronger than ever before. Finally, a natural supplement aided to help a woman feel and be great. Read more about She Orgasms at www.sheorgasms.com. Happy coming. All right, AJ. So we we have a pretty d- decent question here. I'm going to go ahead and read this one off. Um, I am a 40-year-old woman, and I've been dating someone for about four months now, and I really like him, but I recently found out he's been lying about his age. I'm okay with dating a younger man as long as he's not under 30. I was snooping I was snooping a document at his place and found out he's 24, when all this time he's been saying he's 29, going on 30. He works, has a good job, drives, has his own car, and his own apartment. He's a great lover and very attentive to my needs, but he's only 24. I don't think I can go on with the relationship because of the age difference. It's just too much for me. Listen, I'm sorry. Can I take this one first, AJ? This is where people will fuck up their own blessing. This man literally has everything you need and it seems like you want and you're very happy. But all of a sudden it changes now because you find out he's younger than what you thought. Yes, he lied. That's an issue. I think that should be a bigger issue than his age. As long as you two are both of age and consenting adults, the age gap shouldn't matter. It's about the 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 person themselves and how they treat you, how they make you feel, if he's about his shit. Because it there are, there are people who are twenty four who are more mature than people than men who are forty, just flat out. There are, and and it can go vice versa. This is why you need to know the measure of the person. People get so caught up on hangups like shit, like age, race, where they grew up, being in the same city, X Y Z, that they will miss out on someone who may possibly be perfect for them all because of some preconceived notion and that they've made up in their head and i think it's stupid it's dumb and it's just like in two in the year 2019 of our lord do you think that everyone that the person that could make you very happy that they have to fit in a certain age group i can even understand more financial bracket than an age group the guy seems to be doing very well for himself at 24 you've been fucking around with him for 40 months you already have had his penis inside you now because he's he's 24 he's only he's five years younger than his original age it's a it's thrown everything off in your in your mind that lets you know when it's more about what you the things that you've cooked up in your mind than the actual person and that's a fucking problem in my opinion aj Man, <laughs> I feel like I need to come fan you down. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm on the fence. And for me, I guess it's it's a little different because I am an older, older woman. 
um, which I know for some people is really difficult to to wrap their heads around when looking at me. Um, but I've I've had I've had young men or younger men um, approach me and express interest. And for me, it's a personal issue if the person is like my son's age, because I just no matter what they have going on in their life and how mature they express themselves that to I be in. Understand. Yeah. Like I just, for me, I can't, I can't maneuver it. And I've dated, like I've dated somebody where there was a, a 19 year age difference between us. And, you know, like at some point the difference in our maturity shows itself and it starts to make me uncomfortable and things that he finds pleasure and joy in, I find idiotic and immature. And for me, I never want to make the person feel like what they're interested in is wrong because whatever you like is whatever you like. That has nothing to do with me. I just can't show an active interest in it if I find it to be juvenile, but I also don't want to make you feel bad because you're at an age where you appreciate that shit. You know, um, I've had conversations with individuals where, uh, I was actually, I was involved with somebody that, um, I actually found out later on in life when we just became friends that I took his virginity and the age that he told me he was, he actually was not. Look at you popping young men's cherries out here. Asia, you fucking beast. He handled himself like a grown man. Like I would never have guessed in my life that that boy didn't have a bugger experience underneath his belt and hadn't bedded at least half a dozen women. Like I, there was no way for me to know that he was not, I don't know which pornos he watched. I don't know what movies he watched, but he came with a whole pack of experience and handled himself like a champ. So it was one of those things like later on in life, you know, he's like, I knew that you wouldn't give me a chance if I told you my real age. And if I told you that I was still a virgin, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you wouldn't have gotten the time of day from me kind of thing. Um, But then, you know, having conversation with him and trying to explain to him that the experiences in life that he's already, that he's having now, I've already lived, you know, and I'm at a different place in my life now in terms of the experiences that I want to have. And I never feel, I never want to feel like my age and my life experiences are overshadowing the importance of the things that he's experiencing. And so for me, that's one of the reasons why I can't date someone that's significantly younger than me. Um, I'm right now looking at, you know, considering dating someone that is six years younger than me. And I'm, I'm struggling with it as weird as that is. I have less of an issue because he's closer in age to me, but it's still, you know, well, I mean, at this point you have to, you life. have to be preparing to make sure that they're old, mature enough to handle you, but also young enough to where they can still push you in the wheelchair in a couple of years. So I completely understand it. I want to question and tell you, not to <laughs> talking so my girlfriend said you have to consider that you don't look your age so nobody your age is going to approach you because you 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 definitely yeah like and i and i get that you know what i mean if i tell people that i'm I'm approaching 50 and sometimes like the joke that cj makes he makes them because he knows how old i am as much as i don't look my age or whatever but when i tell people that i'm approaching 50 everybody gets freaked out by that and so unless someone asks me like a direct question about it i don't really say nothing about it but then when it comes up in conversation like in, in terms of dating and shit like it's it just becomes a whole big ordeal then it's like oh you know i like older women oh i only ever date older women nah you fuck older women you don't date older women because like what could you possibly date me and do take me to mcdonald's for a sunday nah boss we're not doing that (laughs) (laughs) aj sorry (laughs) ah there goes aj with another one of her stories one of these days we're gonna have a situation to which you don't have a story like I, i i i'm sure it's possible yeah there there will never be there will never be an episode that we record where I don't have something anecdotal. It's it'd be impossible at this point. We're over a year and I think like 60 episodes or something like that or or more or a little bit less. And yeah, there's all, I I always have something relatable if it's not me, somebody that I know. You have to you have to remember it and I'm going to say it again because I said it a couple of times already. Like I'm close to 50. We we know you're time. old as dirt. We understand that you are you were at the last <laughs> supper. We know this already. Young, young man, cut it all, please. People like you get beaten with stick. Don't act crazy right now. I, hey, okay. th- that turns me on. That doesn't surprise me, though. I, I mean, scared that's me. Like, ew, I don't want to know about that stuff. Hello. Here you go. Here you go. Up? Let's move on. Let's move on. The next question. Do intimate do in- intimate attractions between people who used to be lovers ever die down? This had to be a young person to ask this question, in my opinion. What do you think, AJ? Um, to some degree, I think no. I think that 
I think no, because it's kind of like for me, the whole thing with love. If you love somebody, it doesn't make a difference if you guys are not together anymore. You still, you still love that person or have love for that person. It may not be as intense as it was. It may not be as involved as it was, but you still love the person and you care about them and you want the best for them and all that sort of stuff. I think when you have a sexual attraction to an individual, I don't necessarily think that it ever dies down. I think that people just appropriately place their feelings because you grow and you mature. Um, you know, you see the person, they're still beautiful. They're still sexy. You know, you'll say things to them like, oh, you're as handsome as you, as you ever were, or you're as sexy as you ever were. But you understand that you, you've grown past that person. You've grown past that relationship. You know, there was a moment and a place in time when you guys were involved, but that no longer exists. Um, and you appropriately place the, the feelings that you have about whatever it was that you had with that person. Yeah, fuck all that. Um, I can I can wholeheartedly say that there are. I mean, it, I think you said in, the question is intimate attractions. I can say someone's very attractive, but I feel no intimate feelings towards them at all. And that's happened to be with several. There are people that I used to fuck their brains out and think they were the sexiest thing in the world. That honestly, now I can say they're attractive, but they don't make my dick flutter. Like so, I, for me personally, I. But again, I'm emotionalist most times than not so maybe that's just a me thing but for me personally they absolutely die down after a while it's just it's it's whatever hmm. i'm i'm mulling over the question okay so that's just that's just that like i said that just may be a me thing like i could i can still say they're attractive all day long but when you say is do i have intimate attract do i have intimate feelings like any type of still sexual feel? no not not no not at all okay. Let me let me throw a question at you. Mm-hmm. So there's never been in your entire life anyone that you've ever been intimately attracted to. You guys, you know, you guys have stopped having sex. You've moved on with your lives, moved on relationships, whatever. Time has gone by. Say it's like five, six, seven years since you've seen the person, and you see the person, you're like, why they still look good? I would I would give them a one slam, but you're not going to tackle it that way. But no. you still feel like there's no. Mm-hmm. No, I could say that they look good. I could say they look better. I could say that they lost weight. But as far as like an intimate, like oh, I I I'd love to, or I fuck the hell out. No, honestly, no. Once the once that's gone for me, it's gone for me. Once I make the distinction in my head that I don't want to be with you, or I'm I don't want to have sex with you, whatever. No, it doesn't stop you from being attractive. People are attractive all day long, but I I just no, mm-mm, not for me. It's just like, no, it doesn't even cross my mind. I can honestly say it's, it's hasn't crossed my mind. Like for someone that I've completely been over and to see them again, it's never crossed my mind to say, oh yeah, I, I've get, I'll give them a good once over. Like, no. Mm-mm. Okay. So I had, I had dinner with a Here friend go. of mine. I'm telling you, we, we used to be, um, I guess we had, we had a friends with benefits relationship. Great guy. Haven't seen him in, what do we place it at? Like 10, no, like eight years. We haven't seen each other, but we talk, we talk on WhatsApp all the time. Um, you know what I mean? Like we've talked on the phone and that kind of stuff. And, and we check in with each other very regularly, but this is the first time physically seen him in eight years. And when I saw him in my mind, I'm thinking, good Lord, you're still as sexy as the last time I remember, you know, but at some point in our relationship prior to that, I'd said to him like, this, this isn't working for me anymore. And I feel like we just need to be friends and cut the stuff kind of thing. But as I'm sitting there eating my sushi and he's eating his tofu, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I would, I could, I would really, you know, give you a, a one romp right now. But I never said it. It never, it wasn't something that was, you know, but in my mind, like there was still that, that attraction to him. Not something I would act on, but it was still, if I wanted to act on it, I knew that it would, it would have been a mutual kind of thing. Does that make sense? I mean, different strokes for different folks, I guess. I'm just saying, and that's why I make sure I say for me, I realize that I don't, I like the whole, and this is something that I'm realizing, like, I don't like the whole emotion. I'm very excellent at separating emotion from anything else. And once I cut off the emotion part, like everything else makes is easier for me. Like it's, it's easy for me to cut off emotions. And so once I cut that off to somebody, once I stop giving that person that energy, everything else gets made easier. And I like, it's, it's just, it's just like any other person. Like I can say someone's attractive all day. Like Jennifer Lawrence is drop dead gorgeous to me. She's sexy. I wouldn't, I see even if she was standing in front of me, spread Eagle, there's no way I would have sex with her because as we already know, I have a fear of uncooked chicken. So like, it's just like, no, I don't know. That's just me. In my mind, I'm like, isn't Jennifer Lawrence a white girl? Oh, yeah, what? Okay. okay. All right. Our last discussion topic, which... Hold on, hold on. Uh, I have a question. 
question to ask you before we go on to that. Okay. So in your opinion, okay. So if you're getting, if you're starting to get to know somebody and say you're like a week to two weeks into conversation. So you're on a first name basis. You may have exchanged phone numbers, but you really don't know anything about this person. Do you think that them making sexually laden innuendos and jokes every time you talk to the person is a problem? It depends on the person. If they're just someone who just makes inappropriate jokes, like generally that's just them, that's their sense of humor. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me. That's just them. It's different strokes for different folks. But if you can't, if that's A, doesn't doesn't seem like part of your personality and you can't hold a decent conversation and you just go default to sex jokes or or into windows or whatever, then I'm side-eyeing the hell of you. But if that's just how you communicate, like I I know someone now, I I won't say it, but like, that's just the way like she makes inappropriate jokes and comments literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If I was to try to approach her and we can, we're trying to talk like that romantically. And that was just, she just made a lot of jokes like that. I'll just know that that's just part of her personality. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't at all throw any red flags to me. Okay. 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 I'm not used (laughs) to you just not having a follow up, but the last discussion topic for today Forcing finding love. And this is an interesting one because I feel like when you look at social media, um, a lot of people are so focused on trying or that that they want to fall in love that they miss the journey along the way or that just becomes their thing. And they get so caught up in that that they can't even have a normal courting or dating relationship because in their mind, they just have to fall in love. They just have to fall in love. It's just much like people who I just have to find my husband. I just have to find my wife. What do you think about that, AJ? Is 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 love an exclusive club that that people should seek actively to try to get into, or do they? Do you feel like you can miss miss a lot of that by trying to just force it? I think that people should be open to love, and that's very different than seeking love. You know, um, we do so many things to, like you said, block our blessings. You know, we deal with fuck boys. We put up barriers. You know, we set up these crazy standards of what an ideal relationship should be based on the things that we see on social media, based on other people's lives, um, using other people's relationships as relationship goals and never actually taking stock of what our own relationship goals are. Um, you know, and, and people who focus on things like, you know, I don't have a boyfriend, but I want to get married. You know, I, I don't have a husband, but I want to have a baby. Like I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to you know, have a husband and all these sort of things, people completely forget that there's a whole relationship and a whole process that goes towards, you know, getting a husband. And and one of those things is genuine and sincere love, friendship, communication, la, la, la. Um, I definitely think that you're right. There's a, a whole generation of people that are so much more interested in the concept of love than actually putting in the work for love. Um, that people don't understand that falling in love, yeah, that's something that can happen on first sight. And that's something that can happen overnight. But the real work behind love is working within love. You know, you're going to have arguments, you're going to have fights, it's going to be unappealing, it's going to be unattractive, it's going to, you know, make you feel like you want to throttle the person. But the process of it is working through those moments. That's what love is, you know, being supportive, being respectful, being understanding, um, you know, and, and, and doing the journey with the person, that's love. People right now have a very weird and twisted sense of what love is. And and, I, and fortunately, I think that social media has a lot um, to do with that and, and the way that people portray their fake love. You know, it, it's giving people this idea that that's what real love is supposed to be. Like, yes, people are supposed to cheat on, on each other in a relationship because that's just what happens when you're in love and, you know, you forgive the person and, you know, like it just, it, it's absolutely crazy. But yeah, forcing, forcing trying to find love, you know, and, and trying to stick people into um, a particular type of box of what love is supposed to be like, you know, trying to be in love with every single person that you date, um, you know, having immediate conversations with every person that you get involved with about, oh, you know, I just want to be in love with somebody and I just want to get married and I just want to, those kind of things. Yeah. Those kind of people are a little bit, um, not a little bit, they're a lot of it. It Yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's just like with people with conversation nowadays, like people are so... Like people suck at conversation and they think conversation is this one thing. Like they think, oh, well, if someone is really trying to have a conversation with me, they'll ask these questions. And it's like, look, stop trying to make what you think, like learn people's way of conversing 
for them, for the way that they converse, the way that they communicate, the way that they learn how to talk. And hopefully you guys meet in the middle. Same way with love. Everybody sees love and views love differently. Everyone receives and gives off love differently as well. Like I I can receive love a completely different way than I give it out. And I think people are so quick to try to make everything black and white to say, oh, well, if you really love me, this is what you'll do. Like for me, example, no one can ever say for me, like, oh, if you're really interested in me, you would want to talk to me on the phone more. I don't fucking talk on the phone. I, I can talk more for you, but I can tell you right now, if you have a level of, oh, well, they'll call me three three times a week if they really love me, I'm already going to let you know. There's no fucking way I'm hitting that because just me as who I am, you can, I don't, I, my, my preferred way of talking on the phone is zero, zero for the week. So if yours is three, if you think three is the level in which love is shown, I'll meet you in the middle at one and a half. But if you said at that, you if you only love me, if you call me three times, oh, fuck, I guess I don't fucking love you then. Because my, where's where's the love for me? Because if you loved me, you would understand that my method of communication, the way that I'm comfortable, the way that you get through to me isn't talking on the phone. So where's the halfway? People are, are so quick to paint everything in a box. And because you paint it in a box, guess what? You're missing everything outside that box. And that's what makes love special, in my opinion. But I think that you touched on something that's really key and that, and people forget that, you know, there's a compromise in it, you know, and, and exactly like you said, people communicate love in different types of ways. But if the person loves you and they, and they have a vested interest, they'll learn your ways of communication and they will adapt because they want to. You can't force someone to change. You can't force someone to adapt to the way that you feel like they should love you. If the person is interested, they'll learn how to love you the way that you need to be loved and they'll compromise in such a way that it doesn't make them feel bad and, and their needs are also being met, you know? And and that's the whole thing. I, I know like we've completely strayed onto a different topic, but you know, people forget that there's give and take, you know, and it, it's just it's just kind of crazy to me. And, and and thinking about like love and marriage and relationships and all that sort of stuff, like we're also in an age now where people are more interested in, in the wedding than they are the actual marriage. And that's why you see so many people getting married and then like a year later they're getting divorced because no one stopped to think that there's a whole relationship that happens after you get married that should have been your relationship before you got married. You know, getting married to somebody should never change your relationship because by that point, I would figure that you guys are probably nine times out of 10 living together, sharing the same sort of space in some sort of a rhythm. You know, when people mash up a year after they've gotten married, that just says to me that somebody was more concerned with the wedding and the moment and the hurrah and the paparazzi than they were actually about their relationship because there's no fucking relationship that could mash up after a year after getting married. Like unless one of the two persons did something horrific, like they cheated and got somebody pregnant or there was some sort of serious lie that came out. How does that happen? People forget that exactly like you said, you know, there has to be give and take in a relationship. It's not about any one person's emotions. It's not about any one person and the way they love. It's about coming together to find a middle ground and a balance between the way that the two of you love. Preach, AJ. That's all I can say. Preach, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Uh, listeners, let us know what you guys think. What do you think love looks like? Should you force finding love? Have you ever run into a situation in which someone you were interested in was trying to force falling in love rather than really getting to know you? Let us know what you think. But other than that, AJ, there's nothing left to do, but tell the beautiful people where they can find us. You can find us on our social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram at lovelustmbas. If you want to email us uh, any questions, concerns, comments, scenarios, anything you'd like for us to tackle, you can do so at lovelustmbas, all one word, at yahoo.com. You can find our episodes on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can find my personal Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And you can also find me on Twitter at that Jones kid, AJ one. I never remember the phone number, so I'm not going to say it. And CJ is going to give you all the information about our, our wonderful blog posts that are out in the breaks media website and all that good stuff. <laughs> yes. You can follow me personally at CEO Hayes, but more importantly, you can go to the breaks media network.com. Look at the blog section. Our lovely Miss Badass Jones has three blogs now, I believe, that are up. Uh, two that just make me just really, really hot and like flustered <laughs> and woo, boy, um, coming in like hot flames there. But you can also uh, text us, leave us a voicemail at 614-547-2039. That is 614-547-2039. If there's nothing else left, 
We are the best adult podcast that you will find, period. The most well-rounded. Plus, we have The Voice, the main event herself. Be sure to come back next week where we have a very special episode. Um, do, do we want to tease what who's gonna, what's going to be the topic of that episode? No. No? Well, yeah. You go. You give him a tease. Give him a tease. We, we, we don't have many guests on the uh, on, on Love, Lust, and Badass. So very few ever. I think we've only had guests maybe two or three times. But we have a couple coming on next episode that you guys, yeah you guys you guys are gonna get a kick out of it so uh that's the tease for next week we will see you beautiful and lovely people the lusties of love lust and badass soul next week peace Come and take your place Cause the love you give It can't be replaced See no one else Let me let you do That's why I don't mind To spend my life with you I wanna please you In any way I can I wanna share my world Don't you Everything about you